You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. To the fully booked podcast, you have myself, Mace, so French, myself, Andrew, and as we like to do, it's our yearly book review. Wah, the wrap up 221, yeah, COVID year and all that, but we still here shining, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> the rays in the building, yeah, I know, I've, I've, I've touched already, but I can yeah. feel it, yeah. So, what's good, man? Let's start with the year, French yeah. pops. We saying, I, I was, I was. Alright, cool. I don't even wanna we could do it throughout the year in terms of starting from January, February, March, mm. etc. But you can just have a general feeling of how the year's been. Like where's where's everyone's head at? Like what do you think of it? Um do you know what actually sorry to make sure I'm still so the chair's not making any noise. Mm. I thought we're actually gonna run through it from a book perspective, but I mean like if we're talking about I mean, oh, we can do both, but I mean I've got the books up anyway as to the books that we've read. I think we only read three mm. books. Um, I've put them in acronyms, so I'm not even too sure what they are. So I think it was the... Um, Wave Spirit, man. Thank you. Yes, Chimp that was paradox. the first one. The Chimp Paradox. And there's one in between with a yeah. massive... Um, ah, um, Doe Black Boy to Rich Black Man. That's what we read it's as well. Out, man, forgot that, you know. Yeah, That's so bad. that was it, yeah. <laughs> I actually forgot. Not forgot. Yeah, forgot it. Forgot yeah. that we read it this year. I thought that was last year, you know. No, I went... To, no, no, I think that's in the back... It might be in the back, back end of the last end, year, yeah. screaming, so, coming into okay, yeah, this yeah. year. Did we do any fully book meets this year? Uh, when no, was George? No last year? Last year. Yeah, we didn't yeah. do no meets this year. Wow. Okay. We'll have to line some up. I've got a couple lined up, but yeah. we'll have to definitely line I've up. I've got one in the back of my mind as well. A few, a few for next year. All right, but yeah, all right, cool. Let's start it from a book perspective. Then we can mm. do it on personal, then just wrap it all up. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, From a book perspective, I think, um, obviously you mentioned the first one, I think was... Um, So what was the first one you said? Because it's in acronym form. Oh, The Way of Superior Man. Thank you, The Way of Superior Man. Mm. So... <sighs> You know, I'm going to go through that book again, actually, right? Because my thoughts on the book mm. were quite mixed mm. in that, do you know what? As I was looking through my previous notes, I was thinking to myself, we've kind of come into an age where people are really looking for a lot of masculinity, you know, as to there's been a lot of... Um, yeah, this red pill, blue pill kind. I don't know if you know about the, the manosphere. No, I'm not too sure about that, but I think I understand. All right, cool. Go on. Well, I'll touch base on it after. Still. Cool. So, like... Long story short, like I think people are looking for a lot of masculinity and that there's been a lot of imbalance or balance on one side as to a conversation, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So um, as I was looking through some of my previous notes, I thought to myself, actually, The Way of the Superior Man is something that is, I don't want to say that book is coming in, but based on my notes here, I was saying to myself that I don't think, no. Um, is that will some of the words and things said in a book stand the test of time? Mm. Um, because mm. obviously we touched on some of some what we thought were some controversial things that were said in the book as yeah. to I don't want to say sexuality, but I think you understand. Yeah, some anyway. of the wordplay was yeah, a some bit of the different. wordplay was a bit questionable in my humble opinion. Mm. But there were some things in the book that I thought were really really good as to I thought some of the titles were really really good and I think some of the synopsis were really good and I think some of the things that I mentioned in the book were, that were very good was his discussion as to masculine and also feminine energy and that also mm. it gave me the perspective to to be able to look back in hindsight as to some of my actions and things of that nature but like um, yeah no no I thought it was a really good no no that's a lie you didn't think yeah I didn't really so that's what I said it's a lie I gave it a 3 <laughs> out of 5 no I think from where he's coming from, I think it's a very good book. So I think it challenges things mm. in some respect. Um, so in some respect, it is a good book, but it wasn't a book that really gripped me based on its, I don't know, its um, um, its, its um, reputation. I personally disagree with what you're saying. I enjoyed the book still. Yeah, I thought, I'm not surprised actually. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is that? Go on. Um, actually, you know, because we have... Um, Oh, well, not too long ago, I was saying, when I find myself in a pickle, uh. I think to myself, what would French do? So, <laughs> so, uh, you got to fit it out like that, man. So, um, 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 based on that in some respect, I'm not surprised that you have a slightly um, different perspective in regards to myself. You know what? I'm actually going to go over the book again. Mm. 
Um, I'm gonna go over the book again. Not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want it. To, well, if it changes my mind, it changes my mind. But I mean, like, um, I'm not gonna go in there with the view of wanting my mind. Well, actually, I don't know. If it's a good thing or a bad thing. But like, I think you should be open, open, open to to have a different perspective or something, and not necessarily go into it wanting to be changed or willing to be changed. But I think the the perspective of there's a possibility of a difference of opinion on this particular subject matter. For me, yeah, I personally, I like the book, man. It um, it speaks, it resonates a lot with how I am anyway. Like a lot of my principles and just the way I look at, I guess, um, relationships with, with the opposite of sex um, <laughs> makes, it just kind of, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. It's, it's normal. Like even the, la- the language patterns, I understood it from the jump. And it's funny enough, I think after the, um, after we read that, I was speaking to like a, a woman about it, and I asked her, uh, "What's she reading?" And she and she mentioned the title of the book. I was like, "Okay, that's funny enough." I was, I was just reading that recently. What's your thoughts on it? And she was like, "No, I'm really impressed. I like it." And I remember at the time we were discussing it, and I don't know who it was between you or Mace was saying about it's a bit like, not not disres- I don't want to say the word disrespectful, but close to that in terms of how he's kind of portraying women is bit not I don't know I don't want to put words in no one's mouth but almost like whoever it was felt that he was making women seem like a, a second class citizen or some sort I don't know if I'm saying if I'm what I'm no, saying is right. too strong but yeah. that's the impression that you may have gathered from it but when I spoke to women about it who's read the book they really could understand what the author was saying the points that he was getting across and I was just like <laughs> you know what yeah? <laughs> that is so you in some respect you know it's just oh god it oozing of your face <laughs> oh god go on um, I don't know it just I don't know I forget the, I forgot the, the author of the book but you and him are just that's <laughs> what yeah, yeah it's the same people um, um, do you know what also do you know what I said and I don't mind like mocking myself in some way shape or form mm. and funny we're just talking some bits talking about some bits and pieces mm. um, I almost gonna say, almost said I'm soft but that's not it that's not necessarily the case um, do you know what it is see I was talking I mentioned about the manosphere you may, you're not maybe aware of it you may be aware of it but there's a manosphere on the the internet on YouTube you get a lot of podcasters um, that are, I guess, speaking up for men and masculinism, and um, yeah, and I guess it comes not comes from a particular place, but some of the big names that you may be aware of is um, yeah, Kevin about. Samuels. Yeah. Cool, he speaks on some of the stuff, but not to say he directs it at because I don't know, I don't know if I'm gonna, don't know if I'm gonna explain it right, but there's a community called the Red Pill Community. Then you've got the blue pill community. Then you've got the purple. I think it's that in between, I believe. I don't know if I'm saying that right or not. But I know the red pill community is more like on this, I don't want to say a man being a man, but basically being a stand-up man, having certain principles. I don't know if you know of the word, the term called simp. Yeah, we know you're very aware of that, yeah. I, I, I don't. I still don't know what that is, but I, 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 I've gathered from word, watching on. a lot of these We never heard the word before. Simp, is it an acronym? I no. don't know. Go on, explain it. If you um, can. I'm, when I think simp, I think wussy, pussy. Simp, oh, yeah, right. simple. Like a simple. Okay, cool. I, I don't know that. No one's ever said simp around me. So oh, I, don't know. I would be very offended if someone called me a simp. No, just around me. If I've had oh, no, because, yeah, no, no but this is what I'm saying. It's, it's the terminology that you'll find that's being spoken in the manosphere. It's a common word now, actually. It's a word that's been used quite frequently. <laughs> Again, it gets thrown around. But the, this, this burns from this uh, manosphere community and within this manosphere community there's the red pill section and they're more very much like I I don't want to say like myself but like in terms of the author and what the things that he's saying about being a man standing up for for, for like being very pro-masculine do you know what I mean and that's not to say that you can't have a feminine side because as we read in the book it's about duality you need to have respect your, your your masculine side as much as your feminine side, but obviously you're an, you're a man, so you're naturally going to be more masculine. You're going to have more testosterone than you would have um, estrogen. Do you know what I'm saying? So, in regards to the actual book itself, it echoes a lot of what's 
these these guys in these these um communities are trying to say because a lot of women are taking advantage of men and a lot of men are allowing themselves to be taken advantage of hence the term being simp like you know when like um like you got the only fans then like if you're going on only fans to look at girls pictures and all that stuff <laughs> me personally if that's what you do that's what you do but i'm not into it do you know what i'm saying i don't you see, I don't really need to do that. You see simp behaviour, and sorry to even cut you up, yeah. I, I look at simp behaviour as someone who doesn't even respect themselves. Yeah, no, so, they, so they'll, they'll, they'll let a girl disrespect them and still continue to, like, oh, there's so many different, like, Like, you know stories. it and she knows it. Yeah, you know they what I mean? both, yeah. <laughs> she, you're, bit, you're, you're, just, you're just soft, innit? Like, you're mm. just getting rolled over. That classic word, boy, it's the in easy, the hood. It's the easiest way to explain it. You're soft. <laughs> It's just like, all right, cool. So she can. So see, all right. So do you know what a perfect um, yeah. Uh, thing? Yeah. Say a girl is out at um, in a rave or something. Yeah. And you're at home. Yeah. And she calls you to come and pick her up, and you go and pick her up. Yeah. And drop her off at another dun's yard. What? Who would do that? Come, no, bro. Guys are doing that. I can bro. never. All right, go on. Guys, it can never do- be me. No. Y'all are doing that. Are you mad? Gala doing that. So and you do all right, cool. Let's let's not even that doesn't have to be that extreme. They don't have to be you don't have to be at home. But say you're out and about and she sees you and you're out in the club and you're rapping to it and you want jewelry. Obviously you know what your intention is. She knows what your intention is, but she'll get you to drop drop her off at another man's yard and continue to do that. It's like, hold on, you're taking me for an idiot. Do you know what I'm saying? But guys, to get their attention from that girl, they'll do certain things, whether that's Buying, buying them all kind of presents and, but not getting a mutual return is what they consider a mutual return. I think that's outrageous. And but that's what's going on though. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, Gala making guys pay for pictures and telling them they're gonna get certain, uh, I guess, perks from doing it, but that never followed through. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know it's funny because we were just talking, I don't know if this was on air or off air, we were talking about internet dating not Mm. too long ago and as to some of the balances that have changed and I guess it goes for both men and women. Mm. For women who are receiving this newfound notoriety in terms of getting attention and likewise for men Mm. who are receiving like this newfound attention as to speaking with women etc etc and I guess newfound for everyone No, that's what I'm saying. Like for some. So like for, for those who are Alright, geezer. Alright, so for those who it is new to and you are now receiving you're receiving attention as to women sending you pictures or yeah, women I don't know. Liking women, your pictures. Liking your pictures, all that type of stuff. Yeah, you can you can profile. act out a character if that's if that's yeah, if that's not new. <laughs> yeah, no facts. But going back to like the book and the principles that it outlays, I think that um it it goes it goes into and this is why I said I enjoy it because it goes into how I am personally as a person as a man um, like being being a man of my word if I say I'm gonna gonna get something done or gonna do it then that's what I'm gonna that's how, that's what I'm gonna stand on do you know what I mean and there's certain things when you're in a relationship with a with a female that they're gonna have certain expectations whether you speak about them or not and a lot of it a lot of what he's saying <coughs> resonated with me because I find that I naturally do those things. I think, like, I can, um, the conversation we're having, I very much resonate with that in regards to old school morals and principles because mm. I think those are very, very important because there's moments like classic. Classic, bro. What's that, a classic man? There's a song book called yeah, that anyway. Yeah. So I, <laughs> so I think there's a lot of, <clears throat> I think there's a lot of those uh, morals and principles which mm. have been faded out and we're living in a time where there's a lot of Blurred lines, Robin Thicke, I think that is. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Anyway, so um. Yeah, All right, All right cool. All right, All so um. Yeah, no, they have been pretty much blurred, and I think mm. we're living in a time where there's a lot of hybrid men. When you say hybrid men, what do you mean? Um, as to. So I'm not going to dance, all right? Don't dance. No, no. So like when I mean hybrid, I mean as to, like we're talking about morals and principles and stuff like that. And Mm. I just don't think some people, I don't know. I just think 
I don't know. I don't know if we're living in a transition of like men who had those principles before are like kind of like they're gone or there's not mm. many of them or because of the day and time we're living in, mm. those morals it's, and principles don't it's, count. It's not- now okay to have that metrosexual vibe about you. It's now okay. You see, a man's all, you know what I'm saying? I'm all for all. Everyone, anything, anything, everyone can be who they want to be. But there's a big promotion in the, in the social world on kind of, yo, like... If you want to be here, do your thing, you still get, you know what I mean? You're still, you're still, it's, it's okay. Like, and it is okay, but go back 30 years, you know what I mean? It was okay, but just keep that, you know what I'm saying? Do you know? So like, all right, cool. So to, to even hammer home on that, mm. as a man, mm. and I'm in a relationship with a woman, woman mm. I'm always going to lead. I've got no problem with that. I'm going to lead. <clears throat> and that can be in any um, direction in, in regards to whether we're just out and we're walking into a venue or mm. in terms of a relationship, whether it's where we're deciding on, on something. So I c- cool. Like we can have the conversation, but mm. my decision is going to be the overriding decision. Is there any reason why? Because even say like she, because cheap. Ma- as, as, yeah, as, a, yeah, as, yeah. as a, mes- as a masculine energy, yeah. where we're stoic in the sense that we stand still and hold the ground, whereas a female energy is a lot more erratic. So their direction isn't really focused. Where I've, as a man, your your vision is going to be a lot more focused than what theirs are. Cool, naturally. It, but are you going to have that stance, even if, and taking it back to somewhere to eat, for instance, mm. even if she finds a place, you're like, yo, this tickles my belly. Like I know I'm going to like that because this is my favorite meal. Are you still going to be like, actually, I need to choose. So actually, now we're going here tonight. Or are you gonna? No, I'm happy to compromise. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's the be or an end all, but I can I can hear what you've got to bring to the table. But at the yeah. end of the day, if that's somewhere I don't want to be, we're yeah, not going to yeah, be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a. I'm not listening to anything that you have to say. Like, yeah. by all means, your your opinion would be valid. Their their opinion is valid, and I will always take it on board. But the decision will will end up being with me anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? And most majority of women, they will say that they like to be led. They like to, to follow a man that's strong and knows mm. what they want and can make a decision. And I find that's what a lot of the book speaks about in terms of being with it, like living your masculine essence, living at the edge of your, of what your, your actual natural being is. Sorry, Pete. Yeah, I'm going to Um, after we finished reading it, I lent the book to someone who, um, I'm going to say, but I lent the book to someone anyway, and that book, I haven't got it back. Mm. I haven't asked for it back, which mm. is fine, but they're proud. They're ha- they're, that book, mm. yo, when I see this person, not that they quote things from the book, but they'll then say, it's almost like it's helped them to, it's helped them to justify mm. decisions that they have or should have made. Yeah. From way back, that book is justified. Actually, are they male they, or female? What, male, male. Okay. What they naturally should have done, where they might have um thing, they might have compromised. Mm. When their natural instinct was to do certain things, the book has justified what their natural instinct said, and now they're like, now they're like, yo, I wasn't wrong. Facts. I wasn't wrong. Facts. That's exactly how this person is now. I wasn't wrong. Facts. It it goes to, it goes to show if your natural essence is a man, then there's certain things that you will do. <laughs> inherently not because you think it's the thing to do because you know within yourself it's the thing to do like in terms of all right cool i've got to make a, a decision whether like we're we're very much goal and um focused in terms of what we want to achieve Correct. things of that nature like a woman will obviously want you to stay in huggle huddle cuddle and chill on the sofa and whatever or not mm. but in your head you know you've got to things to ch- you've got things, things to, to do achieve. you've got things mm. to do and you want to leave your mark on the land you know mm. what i'm saying you mm. want to leave your legacy so yes it may up- upset her temporarily for that moment of being able to have that little snuggling time but in the general bigger picture she knows that if you fulfill your your destiny and fulfill mm. your purpose then that is going to radiate her to become a be- better person as well as you. Do you know what I'm saying? So it would be better in both of your interests for you to do what you need to do. Do you know what I'm saying? Also radiate a better energy in a relationship. Mm. But also, um, I've got an example of this same person. So one example is um, this person's got kids. They're no longer with the mother of their kids, yeah? Mm. Um, and what happened now is um, the person who, the person that, the person that, that I know, the person they were with, 
at one point they were saying, oh, the kids are, the kids are a little bit scared of you. Maybe you don't talk as loud or like don't behave in a certain way around them because actually there's a fear factor. And actually it, he reached a, comp- not a comp- he kind of reached a compromise with himself, said, okay, cool, let me listen to blah, blah. They split up, he's left the household. Lo and behold, he's getting phone calls saying, we need your manly kind of, of influence because the kids are acting up. Yeah. And he's like, but what did I tell you from long time? But, yeah. not, but when I try to do it, it's like, I'm too aggressive. Yeah, yeah. I'm too this, I'm too that. But yeah. now you need me That's to- That's what you need. You, now you want exactly what, what you're trying to prevent me from having. Do you, do you get know what I'm saying? To follow on to that, like see, um, I was listening to some, something else, but we're at now in a time where a lot of the men are becoming, uh, to re- reiterate, soft and like- Hybrids. Yeah, okay. Hybrids is as P would like to say. But then Prius. We're getting we're getting guys that are, are being like very soft in how their approaches and that to the point where they become too soft and it's not what we need. We're going back to the old school kind of man where it's just like this guy's a stand up man. Like he's not gonna have certain things. You need that you need those boundaries. You need to, like women, I don't want to, it's going to sound mad, but you need a boundary in terms of how far you can go and how far you can't go. Whereas we're in a day and age where it's just like everything's flippy floppy and there's no, like you can overstep the boundaries and there's going to be no consequence whatsoever. Do you know what I'm saying? No, no I believe that. I definitely believe that. It's funny that because I wrote something down as to something I was reading on social media the other day as to someone saying people want people to be open or a bit more emotional, but that's just for social media. In real life, no one gives a flying fuck mm. as to whether... They want, yeah, sorry. No, go on. No, they want, they want, they still, everyone still wants those old school ideals. They still want a man to be a man, like quiet just get on with it kind of thing. But then on the flip side, as you said, on the on the social media, they want them to open up and speak about their feelings. And So on social media, happy. it sounds cool, but I mean? in real it's life, just, that people's wants and needs are completely different. No, of course. Of but course. just touching on what you said as to like restaurants and stuff like that, and it's not that we're different, not that we're different, is I've always been like this actually, when I look back as to anyone who I've dated and all that type of stuff, and I saw this as well, again, on social media, like, as to, if someone tells me where they want to go somewhere, and mind you, my time has become a bit more, not limited, but I'm a bit more precious precious mm. of time. Once upon a time, if a girl says she wants to go somewhere, I'm like, cool, like, whatever, let's go there. You know what I'm saying? It's not no skin off my nose. If you really want to go there, let's go there. Mm. Whereas now, like, if I really don't want to go somewhere, I'm not going somewhere. But like... But has, what's, what's got you to that point though? time man but it's very similar to what you're saying you're talking about like leaving your leaving your mark and things like that and i think mm. in reference to some of the things that you want to achieve if we're being very honest time is limited very very limited like that's something i time is probably the in some respect something that is infinite mm. but because of our limited time on earth mm. you don't know when time is going to be taken away from you true so like for someone like myself, there's only 24 hours in a day. And within that 24 hours, you're working, you're this, that, you're resting, et cetera, et cetera. There's only so much time you can dedicate to one given thing or to several different people or several different things. Mm-hmm. So for me to go somewhere where I don't really, really want to go, um, yeah, that's that's quite a um, difficult pill to swallow. You know I mean, for me, there's got to be some, sort, some form of compromise or compromise as to me wanting to do it for you in some way, shape or form. Um, but yeah, but like, as to what you said, like more often than not, I've been quite flexible. If a girl wants to go somewhere, I'm quite comfortable doing so. So I don't have that. There's usually not like a chip on my shoulder and that's not the right word, but there's usually not a thing on, thing as to me. All right, but if, if she couldn't make a decision, are you able to make that decision? Like say there's, say there's three restaurants and there's a particular restaurant that you want to go to. Are you able to be like, all right, cool, we're going to that one. Like not, not, do you think we should go to that one? Would you be able? To, would you be able to say we're going to this restaurant here? I'll say what I would say. I might not say we are going to this one. I'm going to be very clear as to this is the one what I want to go to, yeah. and this these are the reasons why I want yeah, to go not, there. I don't, not to no, say the, it has to be in yeah, that, yeah, that, that sentence, yeah. but it just just making it yeah, as you said, making it be aware that this is where I want to be heading to. Yeah, I would make it quite clear. This is the, this is where I want to go, and this is why, and this is the reason why I want to go there. But ultimately, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Ultimately, because there's two of us, I'm quite happy to make a joint decision as to 
where's the best place for us to go? Of course, of course. Again, you, you've got to be able to compromise. Yeah. So I think I've I've found that balance in recent time. Yeah, yeah. What about yourself, man? How did you what did you think of the book? Oh, the way of superior man. Mm. I think at the time, I think I, I um there was a couple of things I didn't feel comfortable with the language he used at certain points. Mm. But then I think I said in the book review, as we went through the book, the later chapters surprised me because actually there was a little bit more respect shown towards the woman and, and the need for a woman for a successful man and how important women... And actually he had some respectful references or phrases or terms he used to describe like a, having a good woman. So I can't remember what those were, but I just remember mm. later on, I was thinking, okay, it's not... What, I don't understand how comes... It's almost like a different person. He's woken up on another day and finished the book because of the phrase he used and stuff like that. But looking back at the book and at the time when we done the review, there's a lot of things. That it, it, it was a very good book, in my opinion. It was a very, very good book. And things really, it was some home truths. It kind of really hit home the need for that type of man. Well, that's the, need, the need for, the need for, do you know what stuck with me? The need for a woman to support your vision mm. and know that your vision is ultimately the thing that will lead to a healthy, sustainable overall relationship. Your vision of achieving whatever personal goals you've got to do. She can have her career, she can have what she wants to do, but actually she needs to make sure you're happy because you can set the tone for that relationship in terms of how happy it is, how, how much love's in that relationship, the mood, everything. And part of that is your woman aligning not even aligning but making sure you're staying focused on what you need to achieve to make sure you're happy to make sure it's a happy home and that's with the family not just the woman but the family the kids everything the environment that hit home i think that was well said yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean i just i've just um got something put up on my notes in regards to that book um go on uh, the only thing is because you'll find in this day and age there's some women and i can think of oprah it's the other way around the man has really been their cornerstone. Because, mm. for instance, people say about Oprah's husband, like, no one, he's not really, he's just that guy in the background that keeps her kind of, well, he's that guy in the background, but actually she's so focused, dedicated to her craft and with such success. Who's the man behind keeping her on, mm. on, a, on a steady kill? Who's the man that kind of keeps her focused, keep yeah. her mentally stable? And actually, it's almost like the roles are flipped in that. And you, you're fine, not you're fine, but it's that is not a... um. It's not an uncommon uncommon thing. Do you get what I'm saying? It's not. Where it's you might find your man, because you've got equals. So for instance, when I say equals, J and B, for instance, mm. they're kind of, B could probably be with no one else but J in that industry. Correct. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because Yeah, I get it. Yeah? And and J, I don't know, probably the same. He could be a lower, but actually he's he's met his someone who, if she says something or tells him something, he has to actually listen because she's powerful in her own right. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then you've probably got other women who actually, they've got a man that's, economically beneath them maybe slightly mm. and actually but the man help, holds them up there's someone else I'm thinking of that's quite I'm, I can't um, there is someone else who's like a house husband or was like but it's the man that looks that and the woman goes out and gets the bread and I can't think who it is now but that's probably not as uncommon as it once was before mm. that's where the roles of if you're linking it back to the book where the roles are reversed but, but I, no, I think <clears throat> I think that's I think that's still fine I think in those situations, as unique as they may be, I still think, as a man, you can still be a man in that relationship. I think the problem is where a lot of the time, I don't want to say a lot of the time, it's painting a brush with a wide, yeah, it's painting with a wide brush, but you find that in those relationships, the women, the women lead and kind of make all the decisions, regardless, you know what I mean? And it's a bit, it's demasculating. <laughs> it is like so just a couple of things so you mentioned Jay and Beyonce but I think if you listen to I don't want too sure which album I don't know they're, they're the joint album yeah the cops and I, yeah, yeah so like if you listen to the album you can I don't know you can really feel their relationship so I know sometimes on the surface it might be I mean not even on the surface actually because I know you spoke about because Beyonce's more wealthier than Jay-Z, yeah? Am I right saying so? I, I don't know. Anyway, I think at, certain, at one point I would have said she was, all right? Mm. <clears throat> I don't know about now. Um, but it's certainly equals anyway in some respect. Yeah. But in relation to, well, in relation to their relationship, or as to their relationship, sorry, um, I think you can see a balance or a good balance or what would be a normal balance. I don't know if that'll offend anyone anyway, shape or form. Mm. But as to a man or Jay-Z being a man and his, and his wife being... Anyway, his wife. Um, 
woman. Yeah, woman. Yeah, I didn't. I did find it so far. That was weird. Just saying that. Um, but I think you can see that balance, it's, yeah. especially if you listen to the book as well, where you can hear her being a bit more emotional, in touch with her feelings, and mm. um, a bit more open than she's ever been as to the relationship where it was being on the rocks and having to come like start again in some way, shape, or form, and him um, admitting to some of his wrongs, etc., etc., etc. Um, so you can almost see like some of the things that we're talking about and peeling them back as to masculinity and also femininity as well. But there's something else you mentioned as well, which I believe I'm almost going to forget. Um, oh God damn, I hate when I do that. That's right. Well, while you remember, there was a there was a note that kind of is an overarching thing. The point that I was making before is that every man knows that his highest purpose in life cannot be reduced to any particular relationship. If a man prioritizes his relationship over his highest purpose, he weakens himself, disturbs the universe, and cheats his woman of an authentic man who can offer her full, underdivided presence. Mm. I think that rings true in terms of like the whole, the whole essence of the book. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I, no, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I had this conversation with someone only a couple of days ago, and I and I said this, and I still, I still. I still feel this way. Um, but I find it very difficult to understand that some people don't necessarily know what their calling is or what they want to do. Um, because I think you spoke of obviously a man being a man and a man obviously going out and getting his by way of um, what he wants to go out and achieve. And I think if someone, it doesn't necessarily have to be a man, but if someone doesn't necessarily know what they want to do, then it's very difficult to go out and do that. Mm. I know you might have other aims and objectives, but in terms of what your calling is, Mm. Well, and I don't even want to say as a man, but you're calling as a person. Mm. I don't know. It's very difficult to direct yourself if you don't know. Yeah. I don't know just just my thoughts, but touching on something you said as well, mate, as to um, Oprah and um, I think his name Stedman, her husband. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've even thought about that balance very recently, and not specifically them, but as to as a man, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it must be very very difficult to. I was going to say humble yourself, but like, that's not even the word I'm looking for. But in some respect, you would be as to your woman having her shit in order. And I don't know, you having to accept in some way. I mean, you're still a man, but you having to accept. But I Go think on. you have to bring something to the table that she can't do herself. Like as a man, you have to be able to, to bring something to her life that she's like, I need that. And only he can provide that. It's more than money. Do you know what I mean? Like, it has to be more than that for her to be like, because essentially, just like with any guy with that's considered high value, they can essentially get any woman they want, essentially. But it's not always like that with a woman, like a high, like if, if, if Oprah rolled up on you now and said, what are you saying? And she's right next to like a model that's like a, a 10 10. Who, who are you really going to, whose offer are you going to take? The model or are you going to take Oprah, Oprah's? And you can say, cool, yeah, Oprah's got that bread, but we don't look at it like that. We're aesthetic, like we look at the aesthetics, we're looking at the model like, no, nah, I'd, rather, I'd rather take the model thing still, do you know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a, it kind of works on different dynamics. Do you know, does that make sense to you? No, it does, it does, it does, it does. Um... So I had something else I wanted to say, but that threw me what you said. Um... <laughs> What you're thinking? I'm actually, pretty, I'm glad that we we actually we um we covered that book on the Philip Book Podcast. It was a good book to cover. It's a great superior man. Opened my eyes to a few things on that book. Mm. Quite like that book still. Yeah, no, I'm sure it did for a lot of people, man. I think I think it is. It's one of those books that it can, yeah, as you, as you rightly said, basically, open can open your eyes to a different way of thinking. And I think just just reading any of the books that we read, it's about just being open to a different perspective, like just learning. That's the whole point. You're meant to improve. So if it's something that you wasn't aware of, you only know what you know at the end of the day. So by us having these conversations, reading these books, we can then go back, analyse what we've been doing, what we haven't been doing, and kind of put it against a book that's, I guess, an expert in their field and say, I've been doing these things, I haven't been doing these things. Here's some suggestions which could alleviate a problem that I might see in my life so as a guy you may you may think you're in a relationship and you're being 
you're being subservient in that relationship, then you read a book like The Way of the Superior Man, then you start realising, okay, there is a reason why I'm feeling so beat up inside because this isn't really my my energy that I'm supposed to be emitting. Do you know what I mean? Let me go about it in a different way, then you might see the relationship change. So... I don't want to. I don't want to dig down another hole as such because we kind of like summarize. But I guess mm. this is like almost a summarizing question or closing question. So why do you feel we are having this imbalance? Because I would say the imbalance is on both men and women as to men being not as masculine as they were before or certainly previously, mm. and at the same time maybe women in some respect not being as no women being more masculine. It's not been pushed that way. They've been pushed into that direction of being hyper masculine because the only way to get in get higher in the workplace is to be masculine. That's what's been shown to work. Like we as men, we dominate the workplace. So therefore if you want to get in a position, you're gonna to have to what's been promoted is you have to act like a man to mm. to run against men. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's where the women have also unfortunately lost their their feminism their feminine powers powers and adopted the masculine way of doing things so this is why you're having the imbalance of i guess um a lot of women um in high higher positions and then looking at the pool because i think we've had this conversation where when they get to a certain point they start making a certain amount of money then they 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 want a a man to also be on the same level but that pool's smaller for, for those that get to that stage, you know what I'm saying? And that's happened because as society, we've been pushing it. Like we've been pushing for men to be softer than pushing for, to, for women to be harder. And now we're at a crossroads where it's just like, that's not our natural dynamic. So we're going to have to kind of go back to what it was. It's just a cycle. It's like with anything in life, it's whether it's stocks and shares, whether it's flipping clothes and fashion, it's cycles that happen. So... This is just another cycle. I think we're, this is why you have, um, going back to what I said originally, is the the different kind of manosphere in these communities where a lot of these young boys are looking for, for, for I guess, older men or just just kind of, ins- I don't want to say inspirational men because there's some of them that are in this community that, that talk shit, but they got a lot of followers. It's almost like the devil's advocate in some way, shape or form. What do you mean? Um, as to um, the devil's advocate, like, okay, if I use, um, what's the, um, you mentioned his name previously, the guy with glasses. Kevin Samuel. Kevin Samuel. So, like, although he he, he goes too far. To, like, I don't to, think he does. No, no, no. So, when I, I mean going too far, I mean, like, he pushes the boundaries as to going in that direction. Certainly, for some individuals or some people, he's quite difficult to take on board. He just However, says, he just, I don't even mean to cut you, but he just says, what, what is, what needs to be going on? But he just says it in such a blunt way that people are getting up in arms. And this is this is the problem we have in society, where if you say something, everyone's so sensitive and up in arms. If you say something that's against them in any kind of way, they feel that it's a personal attack on them. It's like I'm just calling. I'm just calling a spade a spade. If you want me to call call it a shape that is long oblong's got a circle bit at the top like why am i doing all this jumping around for i'm just telling you a spade a spade you like it or lump it and that's that's his kind of how he's coming at it and that's is what this is why we're having these these spaces of men like um gathering in these kind of i guess communities and talking to each other and kind of getting the the onus to be like okay i'm gonna just do my own thing now. I'm going to forget about winning. That's how you have, again, and I don't know if you know, know about it, a thing called No Fap and things of that nature. I watch a lot of different things on YouTube, so that's why I know about it all. <laughs> but do you know what I'm looking at? You're looking at me like, you know what, what you? are you talking you know, about? I'm looking at you because I know you've been getting on something about Twitter and all that type of stuff every, every now nah, but do you know every it's, now it's and informational then. and it's because a lot of the those videos I come across are things that I, think I, I know find fap, interesting. Though. But like, <laughs> this is where it's all coming from. It's it's coming from a place of not being listened to or not being um, appreciated. So this is why these communities are being built. Do you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. I I, I agree. I mean, I was going to add something as to a lot of synthetic um, spaces, which is 
you know, again, kind of touches on something I said previously as to on social media, it's cool to be open, emotional and all that type of stuff. But in reality, that's not what, I don't know, people are looking for. When you say people, do you mean women? Um, I, I, I do mean women, but I guess it's on both sides really, because I guess men are going to want, I'm not going to make it out like men are not doing nothing wrong. So like, of course not. Yeah, so I'm sure there's, there's anyway, oh, perfect, a good example. I was listening to a conversation where, or there was something recently where a guy gave a girl some flowers and a lot of, a lot of guys were not against it, but like... Um, but what's the context before? Yeah, know I've kind of forgot the context. That's why I said like, yeah, so I kind of forgot the context. Uh, yeah, I've kind of forgot the context, but like, um, I, I think there was a comment where a woman said like, what's wrong with like, a guy getting women some flowers, like five pound flat, like it's not even a big deal. Mm. And truth be told, actually that means a lot to us. Mm. Like that, it's only five pound or whatever it is. Mm. I'm not saying fl- flowers are five pound because I know there's, yeah. but getting flowers actually makes a difference in terms of how we feel, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of you are pushing against that narrative. At, um, a lot of men or the, a lot of men in this conversation were pushing mm. against the narrative of men buying flowers for women. Whereas, me personally, I think there's a time and a place for it. And it depends ultimately what your intentions are. Mm. Trupita, I think it was the first time this guy was meeting this woman. I'm not too sure. Okay. Okay. That's different. Would you, all right. That's a different, that's a different. I'm a yes or no. For me, it depends. Where would you go with that? I know we're kind of going off track, but we'll come back to going back to the rounding up of the review of the book, but it's interesting. Where would you, what would you do on the first date? Would you bring flowers? I know I, that, I've got no problem in doing so. I've never bought flowers and it doesn't even come into my mind to bring flowers. It it, it strikes me as a bit simp. <laughs> <laughs> For a man who didn't know the, who was unsure of the word 30 minutes ago. <laughs> it's a bit too... It's a bit much on the first yeah, date. Yeah, I don't know about flower, flowers. This is 2021, B. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying there's a time and a place, date. but like... Yeah, no, I, I don't you. think the, 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 the time's the first date, personally. Nah. Personally, if you're bringing a big bouquet on the first date, I think you're you're, you're a bit too in- overdoing it's it. It's a intense. Bit, yeah, I find that a bit. I sorry, not I. I think women may find that a bit intense. Mm. We don't know each other like that. Let's just like get to know each other. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. No, like, I agree. I agree. Not on the first date. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with buying a woman flowers. Obviously, they appreciate it. It's a nice gesture and all that. But on the first date, like, what about you, please? That's something you would do. I don't know. I, I guess like. I wasn't yes. saying no so to yes. So yes. So it's saying it, yes. It can't be in binary. He's a, a simple. <laughs> no, 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 no. This can't be binary. <laughs> no, so for me, like, I haven't got a problem with it, but at the same time, like, I think there's a time and a place. So I can't I can't disagree with what Mason said. I think he was mm. pretty much right with what he said. Um, yeah, I think there is a time and a place, but at the same time, I'm not against getting buying flowers on the first day. I guess it depends on what type of conversations you've had, you've had previously. Mm, if I yeah, feel that yeah. we're really getting on well yeah. and I'm really trying to make an impression, then... Again, I've got no real issues with that. That's, that makes sense. I hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So to so wrap up on um, The Way of the Superior Man, mm. um, all thumbs up all the way around. I'm, I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag no simps. No, um, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I don't want to see if I've changed my mind. This conversation mm. has um, pushed my thoughts in some way, shape or form. I guess the book, the book didn't leave a bad taste in my mouth, but I mean... Um, yeah, no, the the book's cool, but there were some things that I did question. You saying you're looking to read it again, though? I'm, I'm going to look into the book. Yeah, I mean, there's a few other books I want to read first, but I mean, I will look into the book. I think, see, with the language pattern, I think if you read other books that also talk about masculinity and femininity, it will kind of, um, I guess, not soften the blow because he can be very kind of just like straight to the point. But if you read other books around it, that might help you give you a bit more understanding in terms of what he deems, not just as femininity and masculinity, but how he's speaking. It's not as um, derogatory as it may come across initially. You know, and just like finishing on that, and I guess the reason why I've kept some of those thoughts, because in and around the time we were reading that book and maybe even doing the review, I remember listening to, I think it was Robert Greene on The Breakfast Club, where he was talking about actually looking back as to some of the books that he read, some of the language he would have changed as he felt the language... He read or wrote? He wrote. Mm. 
like it wasn't appropriate. Like obviously it's definitely not appropriate in this day and this day and age. But I think a lot of that's easy to do in hindsight. And I think in hindsight, if you're almost said if you're a man, but if you're um I don't know, if you're open, I mean you'll look back and say, you know what, there's things I wrote, there's things I said that, you know, maybe weren't right. But like I guess it's all part of growth. Yeah, no, I think yeah, yeah, no. But sometimes you you say something to make a point. That might not necessarily be you, but you're you say something to make a point. So mm-hmm. like I don't know, I don't, I don't even remember the author's name, but he would have said things which I don't know. The language might not necessarily have been him entirely, but sometimes I think you need to say things to make a point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't get his. I can't see his name. We'll get it up in a moment. What was the what was the next book after that then? Well, the one before it was Dope, Dope Black Boys to Rich Black Man, wasn't it? Was that, that was that at the end of the year, right? I think it was the like mix. Yeah, end start, of, yeah. So really we should have started with that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to start? On oh, David list? Dida, that was the name David of him. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. David Dida, The Weight of the Superior Man. Yeah. Great book. I would definitely recommend it um, personally. So yeah, definitely enjoyed that season. It was good mm. to have that conversations. Um, we had differences of opinions. Um, yeah, no, check it out if you haven't checked it out already. Have a look at that that season. What about yeah, the way not the way of the superior man, the um, dope black boy to rich black man. Mm. Um, very well. I hope it's very simple. Um, I don't know. I think that book made me <clears throat> do a number of things. Actually, um, as I'm speaking, I'm thinking about. The fact how he recounted, obviously, some of his past tran- transgressions mm. um, and things that he might have done differently and stuff like that. But I remember some of the things or the takeaway points I took from the book were that from a point of, uh, from a cultural standpoint, in terms of him being like an African-American or a black man, um, I felt it was really, really important to retrace your history. Because I think there was a number of individuals who he mentioned in the book which under normal circumstances, if I hadn't read the book, yeah, I knew those individuals, but actually some of the things that were said in the book, I felt were really, really important to retrace them. Like, obviously I've always known about Marcus Garvey, but I think there were some really interesting things he mentioned about Marcus Garvey and Malcolm X. Oh, there was like stories in, in regard as to the friction between, I don't want to say it was Malcolm X, but one or two, but it was Malcolm X and, um, anyway, one or two individuals who seem to have friction between each other as to so them being W W D boy the boy and Marcus Garvey. They yeah. had the difference of opinions and how things should be done in the in regards to the empowerment of black people. Yeah, so like those those nuances, like that time w. period. The boy, I was gonna say, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those those that time period I'm unaware of, you know, and for me it it just sounds interesting as to Yeah, yeah, that era, you know? Mm. Yeah, that era is just really interesting to me. Cool. I, yeah, I thought it was it was a very inspirational book. Um, mm. What's his name again? Peterson Williamson. Um, Freeman. Freeman. That's it. Sutton Freeman. Kevin. No. K. Freeman. Uh, Let me. Chris Freeman. Chris Freeman. Chris Freeman. Yeah, I thought it was a very inspirational story. To be fair, and it, I think it was a story, and we all agreed at the time that like, if it, if there's like, out of the books we've read so far, is a book that you took into like a school in. Tottenham Peckham 13 year olds and you're like there's a book to recommend to read certain of the bad youths or whatever read this book or like a, a, a juvie a young detention centre or like um, you know one of them what's, what's them places called centre centre that's the book out of the ones we've read so far because my man's showing he's come from that innit? yes yeah, a different country but he's showing he's come from that he had the idea he come out of prison and he executed his idea and showed determination to it and grew his business from nothing so I think that's that was quite an inspiring book and it was a good book, man. It was quite good. And the other thing was because, as you said, P, he was sort of, he's of African-American or African-Caribbean origin, it really showed like, and we know that, you know, things that are going on here, they're double, triple, quadruple fold in American terms of racism and things like that and barriers you have to surpass. I, I thought that story was really inspirational and showed that like, if you really got a plan and you can execute your plan, nothing's going to stop you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I personally really enjoyed the book. It was it was a book um, my business partner, my brother, recommended me um, when he had to go sit down. That was a book that I I sent in, and he gave it around. So it's probably doing the rounds in in some kind of bing somewhere. But um, 
it, it's a useful piece of literature, I would say, for any inner city child because he speaks of the, the perils and the downfalls of what it's like to be in the hood. But at the same time, he speaks of the transferable skills that you can gain from from the activities that are going on in the hood on a daily basis. And it's something that was true to my heart because I've experienced similar uh, circumstances. Well, not even circumstances, but it's been in similar scenarios and had people that's been in, I guess, similar situations and 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 some people have turned their life around. Unfortunately, there's people that haven't, and they're still stuck in that that system that's been built for us to fail. So to have an inspira- inspirational um, story and a book that's been written by the actual person that was um, that's come through all the barriers and hurdles, yeah, it's a dope book. It's literally as it says, a dope black boy to a rich black man, which he which he is, and he's represented it in um, a very professional and classy way and again as you you alluded to even get to touch on some of black history and some of the um i guess steps that they've they've taken for us to stand on their shoulders and and keep pushing forward as as young black men you know what i'm saying so very very inspiring book definitely recommend it if you haven't checked it out check out that season as well good conversation was had and yeah, anything more to say on that on that one? Yeah, I was just going to jump in actually as to, well, I mean, we often forget the <clears throat> the interview we had beforehand. So the Fully Booked Meets. I was, did that did cross my mind with Shift George. Yeah, so yeah, the Fully Booked Meets we had beforehand. So like that was a very, very good intro into the season. I mean, because you talk about your own experiences, but like, um, um, which I would say sporadically or within seasons, obviously you will touch on your own experiences, but um, in having someone come on the podcast and talk about their experiences, I don't want to say it's a bit, yeah, speak about the experiences a bit more in depth mm-hmm. across an hour or an hour and a half period, um, I think gives a good insight as to, I guess, obviously what the book's about, but at the same time, some of the examples that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, just, just I guess, yeah, the lifestyles, the, the things that come with it. And ev- everyone loves the underdog story. Do you know what I mean? Very much so. And everyone likes an example. Mm. An example of someone who's, I don't want to use, I don't like using the word rags to riches because that, does, that doesn't necessarily represent um, Swift George in any way, shape or form. Or I don't want to say in any shape, way, shape or form, but mm. doesn't necessarily represent his story. Mm-hmm. But everyone loves that type of story. Yeah, no, facts. So yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was the top of the year going into the year. Which was a good start of the year, considering what else has been going on in the world, but we'll get to that a little bit later.